empty cup Welcome to After the Final Pour, presented by The Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with... Clark Fetridge. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Clark. How's it going? (laughs) Good. You know, I never show up. I just show up for this. No, this is Brandon winning, Jimmy. Oh, man. Hi, Clark. We miss you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. How's it going? This is an After the Final Pour. Uh... You know, we, we, we <laughs> I'm not going to go, through, I'm not going to go back through everything. We're just, <laughs> Brandon and I ran into the technical difficulties of recording this because we're doing this uh, late on a Friday night. One of the few times we record on a Friday night, it's kind of nice. You know, we, we had yeah. plans originally to, to meet up for tonight, but you know, here we are doing this. Uh, we both, did, we both did separate drinking tonight. I did a homebrew contest. I, I was a judge and that was fun. And uh, you stopped by and you didn't drink anything because you had to go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <clears throat> but then you went home and you drink your Oktoberfest. Yeah, uh, so you had some homebrew. There we go. Brandon, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, tonight we are drinking a stone Farkin Wheaton Woodstone. Yes, sir. When was the last time you had this? Um, I think about, so I've, I've had most years, but I think it's the last year or two I haven't had it, so... I haven't looked at my untapped, but I think it's been a while. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. And this brew is near and dear to me because this was, I think, the first homebrew we did together. Yeah. Like, I brought a recipe with um, the Wood Stout, and we did that, and it turned out really freaking good. It turned out Awesome. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, it was a kit from somewhere, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I bought the kit and Mike's like, yeah, we'll do it. Whatever you want. <laughs> so I brought it. We did it. And it turned out better than I think any of us expected at the time. So, yeah, man. And I think we drank through it pretty quickly. quickly. Yeah. Because yeah. that was around the time when we were brewing in my mother-in-law's basement. Uh And I think we kept going there and doing brew stuff, but we kept drinking it as well. And I'm not sure, but I think Mike still has a recipe. It would be uh, fun to revisit this recipe because I feel like available you know, online. I do know that you can yeah, search it. It's up there. It's definitely an underrated. Uh, it used to be a huge. It is a big annual release for Stone, um, but it's kind of fallen under the radar since it's uh gone into six packs instead of being the bombers this is something that yeah. uh, a co-worker and i had talked about recently and it's an imperial stout brewed with pecans wheat and rye and one quarter aged in bourbon barrels at 11 and a half percent alcohol and uh, i'm not going to read through <clears throat> the label again uh, other than it is the uh, collaboration between farks drew curtis will wheaton and stone stone brewing co-founder greg Koch or Coke, uh, and that this year's label is done by Tom Rainey, who uh, has drawn for Marvel and DC from X-Men to Batman. Um, this is an awesome stout. It's kind of um, an under-the-radar stout, much like how I feel some of the New Holland Dragon's Milks are. Regular Dragon's Milk is delicious, and 
for the past couple of years, they started doing um, variants of it, basically, where they would add things to it. And those variants, uh, the reserve uh, is what they call it, uh, Dragon's Milk Reserve. And those, you know, adjuncts are really awesome. Uh, There's only one I didn't really care for. It was a rum barrel aged one. And that's just because I don't like rum barrel aged beers that much. But other than that, all the other reserves are good. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Stone's Woot Stout. Um, as you said, this is a, a, a beer that's near and dear to you because it is one of the beers um, you and I technically uh, brewed together for the first time ever. And we've yeah. brewed many beers since then. Um, so yeah, every time I see, the, see this beer, uh, I actually think of you, man. Do you have any Woot Stouts still sitting around or have we drank through all your saved Woot Stouts? I don't know. There may be one, <laughs> but possibly none. Yeah. If, if I have any, it's one. I don't know. Um, I don't look much what's back there. Um, it's just a constant reminder it, of the deliciousness yeah, you have sitting yeah, around in your basement. Yeah. No. It's crazy that this beer was made after that guy that showed up on a couple episodes of uh, Big Bang Theory. Before that. Oh, you mean the guy the, the guy from <laughs> Star Trek Next Generation? He was on Star Trek? Really? Or you mean um, the guy from Stand By Me when he was a kid? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I need to rewatch it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. So Will Wheaton has a huge history and awesome enough that like he kind of, you know, I, I, I think the original story was he was a home brewer and reached out to them and it was like, hey, I'm Will Wheaton <laughs> and I homebrew. And I like stuff. And they're like, oh, you're Will Wheaton and you like homebrewing. So (laughs) cool. Come on. So I think that's kind of how it uh, started. Uh, Will Wheaton, if you're listening, let us know. Um, Please. We'll tag you. But yeah, it was like uh, the first time this came out, it blew my mind. I was like, holy hell, this is a delicious stout. Um, And then a couple of, you know, I thought it was a one and done originally. So I think the next year I missed it and then realized it came out again. And I went back and found the last year had it. And I was like, holy shit, this beer is just good. And, you know, maybe I've missed a couple of years, but consistently this beer has been delicious and I can't knock it because like, you know, whatever they're doing, they're doing, you know, they're doing it well. And I yeah. like it. And I got to say, when I found this beer, uh, I think I had I had it last year because I went to Bottles and Cans, uh, the shop where you can, as you guys have known, listening to episodes that you can build your own six packs or four packs. I grabbed uh, a random bottle of it and and I had it. I think I don't know if I posted or whatever. I talked about it. I did have last year's just from that. And when I went to the store recently, local uh beer shop uh they had the six pack of it <clears throat> excuse me and it was a fucking 15 bucks for a six pack of this like you know i mean if you listen to the show and you know that you know it, you know we love barrel aged beers and living in chicago we're very blessed with having a plethora of um barrel aged beer selections especially this time of year uh, to be able to find a beer like this at that uh, ABV, 
it's it's awesome. It's 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 really cool, and I think a lot of people kind of sleep on it. Man, is it yep. the best barrel aged stout? I mean, if if we're if we're splitting hairs, you know, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no. It's not the barrel, best barrel aged stout. It's just a different type of barrel aged stout. It's 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 really good. It's not thick and chewy, but you get a nice barrel characteristic from it. Um, it's easy drinking for fucking eleven percent, eleven and a half. And if you know, only a quarter of it is barrel aged, uh-huh. apparently. But I get a so nice. It's, it's a blend. Yeah, I get a nice. It's a good blend. Barrel flavor from it. There's yeah, wheat, so do I. Wheat and rye in this. Um, there's a little spice to it. There's a a chocolate note, uh, some vanilla, some oakiness. Um, roasty it's 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 a really really solid beer and i feel very fortunate uh to be able to have some more of these in my fridge because i had one gave you one now i'm having another one and i got three more left so that means brandon we're probably gonna have at least one more together of these (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's 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 awesome and it, it, it i've i'm surprised it gets overlooked as much as it does these days because you know barrel aged beer has come such a long way um by the time this comes out brandon and i would have will have already have gone we're recording this uh pre-fobab uh so if you follow us on on social media and whatever we uh are going to uh the festival of barrel aged beers here in chicago the largest uh barrel aged beer festival uh i have to give a shout in out in the world <laughs> is it in the world it is in the world it, it has to be like i think it really? is yeah. i know at least in the united states so it's got to be yeah, in the world totally. uh it, it's the coolest thing ever uh and i gotta give a shout out thanks to uh clint from lake effect who is hooking us up with uh passes to go uh he does have two beers uh there that are wild beers because it is fest it's the festival of barrel aged beers and there's also like wild uh you know other wild barrel aged beers so it's not you gotta say you gotta say it, it's it is wood and barrel aged beers. So thank you. When you say thank you. when you say barrel aged, you know, everyone kind of goes to the stouts. Um, but wood age like that literally opens a window to sours too. Um even IPAs, pale ales, like there's there's a whole world. And like looking at the list of what's going to be there. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I, I don't know how I don't know how we're there. It's blowing my mind how many beers that there are for us to try. So we can't uh, drink them all. <laughs> no, by the time this comes out, you know, you already have known what we've tried. But um, it's just it, the, the world of barrel aged beers is, is so much bigger um, but stone is, you know, this used to be a beer that was highly sought after and it's, I feel like you don't hear much about it when it gets released. There's not like this, yeah. big, at least here in Chicago, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's not like, this it, big, it, big it makes do. me sad because it's such a great beer. Well, it, it reminds me of, uh, Bell's dark note. Dark Note was also, uh, I remember when I started getting a craft beer, Bell's Dark Note was also a huge, uh, barely, I don't know, I don't remember the last time they've done Dark Note, but that was also a huge one to find, um, you know, as far as a barely aged stout goes, but they were selling single bottles uh, of it. Yeah. But now, you know, those are beers. So really I will say, about. we love this beer, truly, and we will make a plea. 
online and forthcoming to Will Wheaton to come onto this podcast and talk to us about this beer and the Ooh. conception of the beer <laughs> and how it lived and how it keeps going. Um, Cause they, they continue to do it. So there's obviously a market for it. Um, yeah. So Will Wheaton, we're coming for you. Yeah, we're coming for you, man. I like that. You know what? We are. We're going to start the campaign right here, right now. Will we? And I would be like, hey, Will, you, you came to Fishman's. I wasn't there. But now I'm here. So now you're going to talk to me. All right. So here it is, everybody. You, you, you heard it here first. We're going to try and see if we can get Will Wheaton. If that happens, that's, you know, that's that's impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> we could, I'd end the podcast after that. I'm like, all right, we're done. We did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else happens after that, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, this, this Woot Stout is, is good. Brandon, what are your impressions of this beer? What do you get? I mean, I, you know, I've always loved this beer. And again, so when we first poured this, it, I haven't had it in like a year or two. And I was like, it's the same beer. It's still delicious. I get that pecan. I get the vanilla. I get the maltiness. I get the barrel. Um, the beer is great. And people that don't buy it are missing out, man. This is like... Yeah. This is like a sleeper beer. Like if if you're looking for barrel aged stouts and you're overlooking this, then you're overlooking a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not the biggest, sweetest, chewiest, you know, stout out there. If that's what you're looking yeah, for, yeah, and, that's I, not what I, get. and personally, I don't always want chewy. I just I want drinkable. Mm-hmm. You know, I want drinkable. I want flavor. I want you know an enjoyable beer and. This covers that, man. Yeah, it, it's it's a very nice, you said it, drinkable beer. It's enjoyable. You can sip on it. Um, I'm, I'm going through it uh, a little faster than I thought I was going to, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a solid beer. It's it's really good. It's it's a great beer from Stone, so I'm I'm happy to keep drinking this, and it it, it doesn't lose um it doesn't lose the aspect of beer because there are a lot of big barrel aged stouts or barrel aged beers out there that you know it, it's cool. I'm not I'm not taking away from those uh, beers or breweries that focus on whether it be adjuncts or just focus on the barrel and that's what you're going to get but this is more of a a beer where the secondary thought is yeah and here's a barrel here's a barrel yep you know like the the barrel doesn't feel secondary in a, in a bad way but the focus is more on the bear the beer um i'm going to keep repeating myself because this is an after the final pour and and drinking a lot <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, awesome beer. It's great, man. I I love Wood Stout, uh, and I look yep. forward to it every year. I do, and you know, what? and to be honest, I, I do kind of forget about it. And then every time I see it, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, gotta grab Wood Stout, gotta yep. grab it. And you're Agreed. the person I you're the person I always think about, man. When I when I see this, so I'm glad you and I get to to share this together. Um, of course, man. Yeah, and you know, as we're recording this, I'm super stoked about going to Fobab. I know this this episode's coming out after we we're, we've gone, but man, I I can't wait to hear what we we've said about it at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Well, I was gonna say nuts, but it's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good day. Yeah, man. That's all I can say. Yeah, that's all I'll say for now. Uh, Brandon, you got anything else to say about this beer? Love it. 
love it too, man. And uh, if someone's walking on the street, they're like, "Hey, man, what do you think about that Woot Stout from Stone? Would you would you give it out of five? Well, I would say, well, my buddy Will Wheaton's going to be on an episode pretty soon and talk about it. But totally a this is a four for me, man. Like it's a four. Like yeah, four is pretty good. I would I would I, you know I'm going to give it a four. You know, I, I think I rated it on. Uh, I'm sure I have rated it, and I, I'm being four to be like not to, not to be too pretentious, but I'm like it's it's four. It can go higher, but like it's a solid four because it's solid all the time. Yeah, I would give it between a four and a four point two five ish. Yeah, you know, I think I gave it a four point two five on tap, but that's where I'm at with it. Um, yeah. Um, you want know, to you know the funny thing, Brandon? The the cans of PB Eugene and Pursuit of Freedom are still sitting in front of me here at the bar. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't know when this comes out. It's going to sound like it's been a lot longer, but it's only been <laughs> uh, five days since we recorded Mimic. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms individually. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, on untapped, bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Chicago. on Twitter, Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.